What is the most common reflexive Jewish response when queried about a current event? Whether it's a geopolitical concern, the results of a domestic election, the release of a popular film with a Jewish theme, the success of a Jewish-owned business in Silicon Valley, or that an Israeli model got the part of Wonder Woman. What's that response? Is it good for... Is it good for the Jews? Now, I'm sure that this reflexive sort of question rarely crosses the mind of our religious compatriots who find themselves in the majority. Is it good for the Lutherans? Is it good for the Presbyterians? Just doesn't seem to roll off the tongue in the same way. Maybe there's a reason. Perhaps this immediate focus on the potentiality of events to disturb our well-being is reflective of our minority status, our experience of oppression as well. But I also think it stems from an idiosyncratic tension of Jewish identity about what we're supposed to be about, which results from our covenantal obligation that I want us to focus on for a moment, this Shabbat, this Shabbat Yitro, as we were taught by, by rabbis and cantors. Because what do we celebrate on Shabbat Yitro? Matan Torah, the giving of Torah, the giving of the Ten Commandments, the Eserot Tadibrot. Now the Jewish Midrashic imagination focuses on the miraculousness of the moment as Moses attend, ascends Mount Sinai, and he prepares to receive this ethical gift from God. When the time for Matan Torah came, even the Bible tells us, the mountain shook, there was lightning, there was fire. But the Midrash fills in, and not a bird chirped as the word was pronounced. But there are other Midrashim. Another one says that it was so awesome that the infinite met the finite that as God's word came out, every Israelite died at that moment. And Moses had to complain to God. I think he might have said, no. Did you mean Torah for the living or for the dead? And so their souls were instantly restored. Well, interestingly, this moment in our people's literary history is one case where we do not ask the question, is receiving Torah good for the Jews? Another Midrash ponders it for other peoples. It says, these other peoples wondered whether or not God who offered the gift to them first, whether it would be good for them. They concluded that the adoption of such a value system is ultimately not in their national self-interest. If it doesn't add to people's power, or their territorial ambitions, or their national wealth, then no thank you. But the Midrash says, when it was offered to Israel, this was that one time that we did not ask that question. Instead, the Torah says that we replied, Na'aseh v'nishma, we will hearken and we will do. We will accept that challenge to be an am segula, 
a treasured people. Perhaps their immediate acceptance of the Ten Commandments themselves came from a recognition that this is a holy basis of civilization. Those commandments are, after all, straightforward expressions of how we as human beings should treat each other. They outlaw murder, robbery, lying, adultery. They embrace respect of one's elders, of not making covetousness and jealousy central to our being. They do revolutionarily create Shabbat as a central aspect of Jewish expression, something we are working to embed in a deeper way in this community, this year of Shabbat, because we know you need to break from all the creation you do and renew yourselves. And it's in the Ten Commandments. But they also established a relationship that was covenantal with this thing we call the holy, with the thing we call God. We often mistakenly assume that that's all Moses got up there was the Ten Commandments, but the text itself tells us, no, it's the unfolding of Jewish tradition at that moment. He got more than the two tablets. He got the system of Torah itself. And there's the catch. As the Torah unfolds, it asks much more of us than just keeping the Sabbath holy or honoring our parents. It includes that challenge to be an or legoyim, a light unto the nations, which is what was meant by that call to be a treasured people, a light that reflects God's call to all people to seek the good, that we can create the good and not just what we want for ourselves. Well, that challenge, I think, sometimes calls out to us when we worry if an event is good for the Jews. For the question implies the desire to finally hide a little bit and avoid any kind of situation that identifies us as being that amsegula, as being unique. Sometimes we just want to blend in. After all the issues we faced in our history, we want to avoid conflict and just be like who? Like anyone else. You know, early labor Zionism had this vision. They argued for this state of being. They said, we need to normalize Jewish status so we can finally be a people like any other people. It gets tiresome sometimes, God being chosen, being in this covenant, being this light of the holy. Sometimes, God, do us a favor. Choose somebody else. Well, we know that the call to righteousness, the call that our ancestors responded to in their Sinai moment, it's the call to believe. That despite the challenges, the world can be better. And we, inheritors of this covenant, know we cannot be like anyone else. We cannot ignore that call. And we can't just be witnesses to the holy. But we are required to be active participants in completing the work of creation. God needs us, the mystics of Judaism taught, to bring that ultimate healing to the world. And they understood, despite its obligation, this covenant, it is a joyful vision to maintain, a vision that all humanity can learn somehow to live with each other. 
It's a joyful honor, but also it involves sacrifice. It involves letting go of the desire to blend in or seek what's just good for the self. To be Jewish is not about being accepted or well-liked or celebrating our own power or fulfilling our desires for greatness or for wealth. No, at Sinai, to be Jewish means being like the prophets, people who speak our truth to power, who make uncomfortable the comfortable, who always promote the pursuit of justice, mercy, and the love of truth. Well, these days, at the temple and you ponder how to respond not just to increased anti-Semitism, but to the other challenges of our day. Let us not wonder if we should stand up for things that might make us less popular. Let us not try to blend in, but let us have the courage to be for our ideals, to stand up for women's choice, for the rights of gays and lesbians to be treated equally in this country, for America to play a role in lessening the misery of the suffering of the refugees. Let us not ask, is it good for the Jews? But let us respond, na'aseh banishma. We will hearken. We will do. Can you read some? Shabbat shalom.